It's showtime. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. This week, we continue with Decrackamania. Uh, this time up is Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, man. I'm great, you know, having a beer. And, uh, nice. yeah, talking to you. Um, couldn't be a better Saturday night. For us, it's a Saturday night right now. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think? Decrackamania. That's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah. I like New it. Record? Yeah. It should, it should go on for about, uh, like, two decades at least, I think. I hope so. <laughs> think you guys got two decades left in you well we'll see you know i'm probably gonna <laughs> drop that on stage one day if if we can be on the stage one day again let's see but <laughs> i think that's where we where we're heading you know <laughs> yeah so uh, you guys you guys are like a, a touring workhorse you know so how have you been holding up you know with having to be isolated at home for a um, year now yeah well i mean of course it's been sad in many ways but uh at first, it was actually quite nice too. <laughs> you <laughs> know, because we've huh? been, we've yeah, yeah, because we've been really touring intensively, and and uh, you know, we all play in different projects and bands. You know, I I also work with with bands and artists here in Vienna, so or in Austria, so I accompany them on tour also. So usually, my year is you know, just all over the place. I'm I'm like just all over the world basically all the time, <laughs> and then and then. Yeah. Uh, Finally, being at home for a while, it was actually quite nice. The first like month and a half or two months or so, I was, I was really happy to be home. But then, you know, I got sick of it really fast. You know, all I'm missing <laughs> out is is like playing and and um, like I'm I'm really missing this badly. You know, like playing and and seeing all my friends and you know being ridiculously drunk somewhere and not knowing how I got home the last night exactly and you know, <laughs> you know all these kind of things. You know that you never knew that you actually can't miss it. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, there's only so much hockey on TV, I suppose, too, right? Uh, well, when the hockey came back, this was the greatest thing, you know, because the Austrian league <laughs> they finally, they finally, they finally started doing live streams of all the games, you know, and you could like you have to pay for them. But I mean, that's the first thing we did. That me and my brother, who is my only uh, social contact, really, like we just hang out every second day and to watch hockey and get drunk and high. It was, it was great. <laughs> so who is who's your team over there? Oh, it's uh, it's our hometown team, home, hometown team, uh, Klagenfurt. It's uh, the it's no fancy title, you know, uh, like fa- fancy club name. It's it's uh, KAC, which stands for Klagenfurt Athletic Club. You know, it's it's uh, it started in 1909. You know, and Whoa. people weren't thinking of anything like you know the <laughs> the Bears or the Capitals or the Penguins or whatever. You know, there's no. Nobody was thinking of, uh, that way back in back in the day. So, <laughs> yeah. Do other teams in the uh, in the league have names like that, or are they all kind of? Yeah, yeah. Vienna has the Capitals, and there's uh, the 99ers from from Graz, and and like the, the, the Black Wings from Linz, and and uh, the uh, Sharks from Innsbruck and stuff. Yeah. I'm uh I'm not a huge hockey fan. I used to like it a lot more, uh, but I I consider myself to be a uh, Flyers fan. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
And, and nice I don't one. know why. I just, I've, I don't know, gravitated toward that team. I like their logo. I was so oh, absolutely. Cool. I and, mean, all um, the NHL at, logos are really great, but uh, this one is a special one to me also, yeah. Yeah, it's, I always thought it was cool as a kid. I just never really cared. And then one, once I felt like I needed to be into hockey for a period of time, I'm like, well, I got to be a yeah. Flyers fan. You know, no, none of my friends were. So I'm like, well, that's my team. And um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now I just, I just don't. You know, I'm not an active yeah, watcher or sure. anything like that, but the Flyers, the Flyers were always uh, pretty much uh, bad boys, especially like in the '80s and '70s and so on. Like they were really like hard, you know, like t- a tough team to play. So were the Bruins always. Like those, those, are, those are the teams that have like a a bad rap, <laughs> you yeah. know. But those were the teams I liked also because of it, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm a wrestling fan too, so you know, whatever. Whenever, whenever stuff gets physical, I kind of like it. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, there's only one. Woo! <laughs> the nature boy, Ric Flair. The dirtiest player in the game. <laughs> can, can you give me yeah. your best woo? Like a really good one? Woo! <laughs> I think Sorry, that's the I best one to. I got. Sorry. I thought you were a Hogan guy. And no. Well, because the mustache, you know, yeah. there's been plenty of plenty of <laughs> wrestlers with mustaches. And uh, Hogan, uh, I mean, uh, Flair wasn't one of them, but... Uh, I was always a huge Flair fan, you know, and uh, Bobby Heenan. And, like, this is when I started watching wrestling was, like, in 92. And when I saw the Rumble in 92 was the first uh, uh, pay-per-view event that I saw uh, on tape later in that year. And uh, it's great, you know. Flair won the whole thing, and I didn't understand English. <laughs> so, you know, I was just... I was just uh, uh, crazy about the characters and the, you know, the the colors and and the way they portray themselves and you know, the whole like they're kicking their asses and it's fun, you know. I don't know. Yeah. It was uh, always very appealing and I still watch to this day, you know. But it started there, so you know, Hogan is always, eh, Flair is always number one for me. <laughs> I always thought it was weird that Flair didn't get um, like the movie deals like Hogan did, you know? Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> I think he was he was just way more passionate about the business than than Hogan ever was. I think he just wanted to be a wrestler, always. Hogan kind of cashed in there. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, you know, Hogan was like the 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 stardom kind of guy, and uh, Flair was just the I'm the best in the fucking business kind of guy, you know. And I like that. So, yeah, I just watched uh, I watched No Holds Barred. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but I watched it like a few. <laughs> I months did. Back. I only saw it in German though, and let me tell you, it's not better in German. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was thinking maybe it would be, but rip them, right? <laughs> rip them. <laughs> <laughs> so did the so did that wrestling? Did the WWF ever come over there to Austria? Did you ever see it live? Yeah, they did. They did house shows here in in Vienna in the Stadthalle, like the uh, big place here. Um, yeah, I've, I went to see like a SmackDown house show and Raw house show back in in, uh, in the day. You know, I haven't been to any WWE shows in forever. Yeah. yeah, it's not the product I like. I like uh, this these days. You know, the last couple of years WWE has been really bad. You know, I mean, I still follow it because you know I want to know what's up. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. um, I watch like AEW more or like New Japan Pro Wrestling and stuff like that. Like more, oh, more, right. more of the indies now. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, um, I'm, so- I'm way into this. <laughs> So when when they do like when I was a kid watching wrestling, they always had like you know besides the main events like the, they'd always you know they'd wrestle the nobody guy and sometimes yeah. it was like a local dude almost. So were there local guys over there wrestling like you know Ultimate Warrior and shit like that or 
No, no, they had guys. The, the, they only had the developmental talent that they brought along. You know, some like try, basically their tryouts. You know, like they wanted to see how they how the, how the audiences react to them. You know, before bringing them onto the main stage. You know, like different characters that you know debuted probably like a month after the tour or so. You know, so, yeah. so when they came and they came over those house shows, they were never taped or anything. So. You know, they, they could uh, experiment with, with, with talent that they have, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But they do this now with, like, local stuff, I think. But not in Europe as much as they do it in, in the States. Yeah, I have no idea what they do here. So, I know they do, like, <laughs> they do, like, parking lot kind of shit around here sometimes. Oh, yeah? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, a guy that I used to work with, uh, he lived in a small town just near near where I live, but... um. Yeah, some there's some big wrestling promoter there that would do it in like the uh, VFW, like American Legion parking lot or something like that. <laughs> cool. And like you know, 15 people would show up, just have beers and watch people beat on each other. <laughs> yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. yeah, I like it. There's the small, uh, it's uh, World Underground Wrestling. It's called. Uh, it's it's uh, a sort of you know league here in uh, in Vienna. They wrestle in like uh, in a venue, a small venue, and uh, they have no ring. <laughs> They actually wrestle just on stage, you know. They have like <laughs> they have like a, okay. like very thin mats on stage, and you wrestle there. And and I used to I used to train wrestling with them uh, 15 years ago. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, only for a short while because I got hurt and <laughs> and I went to university back in the day also, and, and still like we had D Craig's on already. I mean, we we're still called the Credence, but we were we were already um, like touring and stuff. So you know. Wrestling wasn't like the 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 best career move, <laughs> you know. Next to music and whatever, like you know, I couldn't couldn't uh, uh, tear my my uh, parents through that. Also, <laughs> do you guys ever play a, like a wrestling gig? Like you know how they I do wish. that sometimes. They do that here at least. I don't know. Do they, they do that there? They, there's uh, not in Austria, but there's uh, the rock and roll wrestling bash thing that's uh, that they do in Germany, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I wish we could get on this somehow, but I'm not sure. I'm the only wrestling fan, really. I think Paul's getting into it a little more. Actually, the lockdown, like he started watching like documentaries, documentaries about wrestling, because you know I talk about <laughs> a lot about it. So, so you know, I got him a little, a little, uh, a little into it. I think, or or maybe he was always interested. But Matt's, you know, Matt doesn't care about this shit at all. So, you know, uh, it wouldn't be fair. It would be very egoistic of me if, to try to play these you know just for my own fun but i, I wish i wish someday <laughs> this would this would just come those worlds would collide you know i wish i wish that was the case wow we're really uh promoting the uh, new d cracks album huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude you know whatever <laughs> so so anyways like i told matt um congrats yeah. on the new record it's fucking wonderful oh thank you thank you i told him and i'm gonna tell you i don't know if it's my favorite it might be I haven't been trying to listen too much, you know, because I tend to do that sometimes. I'll get burnt out on it before it's even out, and then it's like <laughs> yeah. not as big of a deal. But I'm trying to uh, not do that. But um, what I love about D Cracks is you guys give everybody what they want and what they expect on a record. But then, you know, when there is something that's a little new and maybe unexpected, it it kind of becomes the new normal, and it's almost like you, you know, you 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 wander off just a, a little bit in a song like maybe a, a different style of a hook you do something kind of cool and suddenly it's like oh that's like so d cracks that you know <laughs> it's it's perfect and you do it a few times on this new record and i fucking love it man i mean but i don't want to oh, say well. like the record like 
I don't. The records, it's a D cracks record. It sounds, you know, you guys didn't waver from that at all. But there are a couple little things that really kind of blew my mind almost. Dude, yeah. I mean, when Matt uh, did the demos for for the songs, uh, like for the record, and he sent the, he sent those songs over to me, and I was listening to them, I was already like, this is interesting. You know, it has all the Decrex approaches again, but still, like, we could do something more here and there and, you know, try something new, but still, like, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was so much fun to work on those songs. And um, I'm so proud of the record. I mean, it sounds amazing. I think, I think it's the best sounding record we ever had. Uh, I think the songs are all great. It's a lot of fun from beginning to back to, to listen to. I mean, it's kind of weird saying this about my own band, but uh, uh, I really, I really enjoy, I really enjoy it a lot too. You know, like this was just a fun. The whole studio was fun. You know, uh, yeah, and and then it's especially the B side of the record to me is really surprising, but like in a in a very fun way. You know, and, and it's still every every song still is Decrex. I I agree, but still we tried something new. You know, like we had, yeah. There's the surf intro, and then there's this circle jerk song. <laughs> then we have like this uh, uh, six eighth beat song, and then the uh, the double time kind of skate punky song, and then like a big banger for the closer and stuff. It's uh, you know the B side is really it's really intense like that I think, and uh, I'm especially proud of this one. But uh, yeah, it's all it's all uh, kudos to Matt because you know he wrote he wrote all these great songs, and it was just. Yeah. Uh, a great stuff to uh, like great stuff to work on yeah i really enjoyed the all the singing and percussions and stuff and you know we were just having a good time in, in the studio and i think i mean i hear it i hear it <laughs> you know because i know how i felt while doing it and it's uh yeah it brings a lot of joy to me you know so when he's writing these songs like i don't know what, what does he demo everything out on garage band or something and then sends you yeah. guys the songs exactly. i mean do you you have to like be one of his biggest fans right so when you get these are you just excited as fuck because you know you can just kind of see what's gonna you can see these songs from the very beginning yeah you yeah you get to play course. drums on them and do put your own little kind of stamp on them sure i mean i'm always um i mean i've been a fan of matthias's songwriting matthias's songs before we started this band you know and uh then we started this band and uh and i didn't even know how to have a band and then Every time he he was he was he was, he was like uh, bringing songs to me and uh, and then you know I mean back in the day we were all just doing them in the re- rehearsal room you know that we didn't have we actually never had a rehearsal room did you know that <laughs> yeah. so what you guys use like your parents' basement or something like that uh no friends friends' rooms you know like bands okay. that we're friends with that we just go there and like practice for a day and then record the next day or something <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so, yeah so we don't have to memorize it it's just right on the, on this tape um <laughs> that's how we usually do it but yeah no it's always great yeah and i'm always excited for the songs of course you know i want to see where this is going like uh yeah i'm always hungry to play and and um yeah working on these songs is always just a great pre- uh, pleasure you know and i i just i always also want to try a little bit like like something new or i don't want to be like you know the the exact same like drummer i was in the on the last record you know always also try to like evolve a little bit with the songs but also that's what matthias is basically doing i think if he wants it or not but i think all of our records are um when you when you go through them it's always like 
a step further in whatever direction but it, like there's there's always something di different like but also some a lot of similarities you know um yeah um how about a song like not today like you yeah. told me who sang on that and i i i'm sorry i forget but who so who sang on not today <laughs> it's our good friend ule <laughs> ule ule yeah um it's actually his name is stefan actually and he is basically uh uh, from our hometown Klagenfurt, where we were from, like he's he's also from around there, and we uh, basically uh, yeah grew up together, let's say, or we like we met through bands like over twenty years ago, and uh, I actually played in the band with him uh, to over fifteen years ago called Boys Club, it was more like a at the drive-in Fugazi style band, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was great. And uh, yeah, we, we're we're close friends. He always shows up when we're down there because we always record in Klagenfurt. So he always shows up, and on every on every Decrex record, he was actually there when it happened when we recorded it. He was always there. And uh, the you know, on Beyond Medication, uh, during the uh, Todo el Mundo Está Enamorado, the first song, you know, the the uh, instrumental, mm -hmm. there's this kid saying one, two, three, four. That's his kid. That's his kid, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, and also uh, the the Monkey Boy video that's on YouTube with this kid, you know, playing to yeah, like, playing with his yeah. toys and stuff. That's his kid, also. <laughs> oh, okay. You cool. know, like he's a close friend. And um, when it's funny because Matthias wrote this song and he kind of had him in mind singing this song already. And then when he just came to the studio just to hang out, <laughs> and then we were like, "Hey, you want to try sing this song?" <laughs> <laughs> and we just sent him in and he was like what are the lyrics and i'm like oblivion i've never sang oblivion what does it even mean you know it was great um yeah and then then he he sang those songs he sang the song it was the first take basically i think no i think the first take we didn't re we didn't press record or something but uh, i mean you know he, he did it right away and the way it is and it's great you know great guy and yeah i mean yeah, we could have used yeah sorry Oh no no! It's just it's certainly one of those songs that 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 is sort of like a sidestep <laughs> from a D cracks yeah, record because it's you know D cracks are definitely uh, uh you know Ramones based you know yeah. and, and that song kind of went more towards like yeah, Black Flag or something you know yeah totally but that it was sounds the fucking also great from, though from, yeah 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 I mean we have the same version with Matt singing it because he did uh, he did it before like he when 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 Ulla came to the studio it was just. Uh, we were actually having him there to help with the claps and stuff and, and basically some gang shouting and stuff stuff like that for the record. And um, so we sent him in and actually the, there is the, the version with just Matt singing it too. But it's just, with him, it's so way way more natural, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, it's kind of cool, you know? Like uh, somebody asked me why we didn't use somebody else. Like, you know, we could have asked whatever guy that we know that's like in a band or something you know like a cross promotional kind of thing or whatever or you know basically or ask an, a legend or whatever <laughs> we're like no like he's a legend to us you know like he's he's one of our closest friends and he's been a hometown punk rock legend really you know he used to run shows in our hometown he used to have bands a lot you know and be act he's he's still like active but he's got kids and you know a job and so on so it's not uh not as much as it was but still you know we we also owe him a lot you know yeah yeah no i think it it, it sounds good i haven't overplayed this this thing too much <laughs> yet i've been <laughs> i've been holding back but um like i said 
But um, I can't imagine Matt singing it now. You know, it's got this really, you know, Matt's got a great voice, but I this song is just a little bit more aggressive than than the rest of it. Maybe, I think maybe he makes it more aggressive, you know, but. The funny thing about Ulle is when he sings, he, he kind of jumps towards the microphone, you know, with the first word. He's always like, Dah! you know, he's like really like coming <laughs> at it, you know. That's always great. And that's, that's the kind of aggression that we need, you know, on the, or that, that this song really needed, you know, so. Yeah. It's great, but I'm, I'm sure later uh, down the line we're going to have uh, Matthias' version out there somehow. If, the, if, if we kept the recording. I'm sure we did. No, I'm really, really impressed with the record, man. I just, you sent it to me, and I got to say thank you for that. Christmas morning, <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I get the I get the alert, and I'm like, oh, Mike, you know, and then the record, and I'm like, holy shit, and like, this is, you know, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you know. What better day to, to uh, give it to you, you know? Yeah, but it was, so, and and this isn't your fault, but it was such shitty timing, you know, because my kids were up, we were opening gifts, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I really want to fucking listen to this D Cracks album, <laughs> you know, so I kind of remember we took a, you know, just kind of chilling for a little bit, and I kind of took a little, you know, little sample listen to the first song, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, there it is, the fucking <laughs> instrumental, I'm like, God, I want to hear this, and so I had to wait a little bit, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you, you did it now. Yeah, I fucking love it, dude. I th- I was telling Matt, I think the the album, the art, co- the the cover of the album is fucking great. You Absolutely, know? they look um, and sound fantastic. Also on the vinyl, you know, I mean, the whole, uh, yeah, whatever they did with the cover is great. You know, like we all we all had some ideas for it, and, and like Matt was was really leading leading the whole operation, and 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 Valentina did a great job with putting this all together, and yeah. It just it looks great. It sounds great. I couldn't be more happy with how everything turned out. You know, so it's yeah, just, just great. I can't wait to get the record. I want to see the, uh, the insert. Matt was saying, you know, you guys make it look like everyone is a uh, every song is from a seven inch. 
like a seven yeah yeah totally like yeah like back in the back in the day when they had the uh uh, you know the uh basically distribution kind of thing from the label in there you know what else is on the label you know with like a mail order thing on the bottom or something like that you know yeah we we went for this kind of look because it has like this 60s uh kind of look in general you know so yeah that's cool just that classic look is yeah yeah, yeah, I can't wait for everybody to get it. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm excited for what people are gonna think. You know, I mean, I love it no matter what, and that's that's the most important. But uh, yeah, I'm just excited if I can share the fun with everybody or not. You know? <laughs> hey, I, I asked Matt about that that show in Mexico where you guys kind of got rushed off the stage, and he oh, mentioned yeah, yeah. another show that you you got like mugged. I yeah, well, that was the very first show. the The one show was the second to last show. We had like two back to back shows in one one venue, and then we. We we had like fifteen hour ride there, and then they rushed us off stage and whatever, like right after. And then it was like yeah. a shooting or so, like after, back, like later at night. We we left and like after, which was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but yeah, on the first day uh, when we got there, uh, I got mugged on gunpoint actually. Yeah, with um, Jesus, with Malas Palabras, <laughs> with the with the Costa Rican band that we were on tour with. We were because the thing is. Um, they wanted us actually to go in one van together, like uh, um, D-Cracks, you know, and this one guy driving the van. We wanted uh, They wanted us to, like, just drive there. But I was like, hey, man, I'm in Mexico City. You know, I want to. it's my first time here. It's my first day in Mexico City. I want to, you know, experience it. So so I gave <laughs> I gave up my seat in the van to the singer of Malas Palabras. And then I went... Uh, I went to with the uh, public transport with the other Costa Ricans and, and uh, one Mexican guy, so... Uh, yeah, so I went with them, and then we we had to wait for the other guys to get there with the uh, with the van, and uh, yeah, so we were standing there on this one spot and waiting for them to get there, which took forever. And yeah, there was this guy just coming with the with the gun out, and he was like yelling whatever telephone. Yeah, I understood telephone, you know. <laughs> so so I gave him my, my cell phone, and um, luckily, uh, luckily, my uh, my nose was running. Um, from because uh, we we did like a leg in Canada before like two weeks in mm-hmm. Canada and uh, so you know also like the altitude is really uh, different in uh, Mexico and like the, the temperature change so my nose was running and I grabbed a shitload of napkins from a taco stand uh, like on the way on the way there and um, <laughs> <laughs> and I put them all in my jacket and then he was like you know he was shooting on the ground like next to me like you know. Uh, and we had to like lay down in the dirt, and everybody's getting was giving them their passports and wallets and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not gonna give them my wallet and my passport, <laughs> you know? Like, how, <laughs> how, should, how should I go with like that? So, uh, so I, I I took out all the napkins like one by one, like a like a magician, you know? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so 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 to trick him, so it, as as if you know, um, it seems like he's like I'm putting everything out that I have, you know. So and uh, so yeah. he only got my phone then, you know, and yeah, and then he took off and we just rushed into the venue and uh, hit there and tried to calm down, you know. <laughs> it was pretty terrifying. Fuck. Um But yeah, he didn't took the nap- he didn't take the napkins though, which was, you know, <laughs> it's all for nothing. A scariest moment was that had to have been one of the scariest moments you've ever had oh, on tour. Most most definitely this and and yeah. being stopped at the border and on the way to the U.S. You know, they had their guns <laughs> out also and threatening us with. All kinds of stuff, you know, and so really, yeah. So your That's your insane. continent is kind of kind of weird. <laughs> like, yeah. Canadians are cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're they're relaxed, you know. 
Yeah, and you guys have played, like, everywhere, right? I mean, you've played uh, all over the place. I mean, places where a lot of bands don't play, like Russia and Mexico, but um, anywhere you haven't played that you guys would love to play. Oh, Australia is, is high on, up on the list. We also wanted to do uh, uh, Buenos Aires one day. This was just one yeah. of those... One of the one of those Ramones things that's on that's still on our list that we really have to like, you know, cross off eventually. Um, so yeah, that's where we wanted to we want to go. Still, um, there was once uh, a talk about us in going to South Africa with CJ for like a week, which hmm. would be nice, you know, if that would ever come into fruition. Or well, we'll see. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we want to go everywhere, you know. That's it's the having this band and being able to travel uh, with it is is the the best thing ever and the most fulfilling <laughs> thing ever to happen in our lives I think and um yeah I'm just happy to 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 you know get all these uh, adventures in and I want to repeat all these tours you know because I always meet people there that I'm missing when I'm leaving <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you know I really want to go back to all these places which. Which is why the the whole um, America story really breaks my heart, you know, because we have so many friends there, and you know, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. Like when when something <laughs> happens to them, you know, I can't even go to their whatever funeral. Oh, let's 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 say something more positive. Maybe if they get married <laughs> or so, and then I can't get to go to their wedding or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And it just breaks my heart, really. You know, yeah, it sucks, dude. Yeah, not being able to play with the band, like fuck that. Okay, whatever. You know, there's plenty more spaces in the world to play. You know, um, but yeah, being not being able to go there as a private person—that's uh, that's just yeah. shit. Um, so I told Matt, if you guys mm-hmm. next time you play in Canada, I got to get my passport ready because I'm gonna go. Sure. Um, I haven't been to Canada for years, so I don't I don't even have a passport. But um, he said that you guys were gonna come here. When you can, you're gonna play Dummy Room Fest. So <laughs> yeah, if, if there is one, you know. Uh, I mean, I mean, what do you pay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that, but no. But I, I just, I hope, I hope that day comes where I, I don't have to travel to Canada or somewhere to see you guys. I mean, I actually hope the day comes where I can travel to Canada too to see you. But um, yeah, it would be nice yeah. if if you guys were allowed back in here. You know. Um, uh, I'm sure Canada would would probably be sooner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you be, if you manage to get there, but uh, yeah, with America we don't know. You know, we keep working on it. I mean, every once in a while, of course, you know, we can't. You know, there's nothing to do besides wait for the band to be done. But uh, I mean, it's banned indefinite. You know, so we're yeah. We don't know when it's gonna end or if ever. You know, and uh, getting an artist visa or I mean, we can't ever like snuck. Uh, like like sneak in you know or like you know under the radar like we did the la- the, f- the first four times yeah you know? yeah like fly because they caught us whenever whenever, whenever we want we're gonna we want to try to enter there's this red light coming off and everybody's going <laughs> at us so we really have to, you know we really have to like get the paperwork ready like uh properly for this and uh yeah but it's it costs a lot of money you know um and it's it's not like we can't even get it, you know. For Europeans, it's different, or Austrians or whatever. Like I went to the embassy, and you know, it's uh, the 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 uh, artist visa. You know, we have to apply for all those the shows that we were playing. We are gonna play like probably half a year before we actually like go there. But we also have to book the flights 
to tell them that you know those are the flights that we're having and then those are the shows we're going to play and this is the contracts that we have with every show and this is the uh this is the money we're going to get at every show you know so for uh, we knew this like when we tried to go there the first time you know so we were like okay we just have to go there and not tell everybody because that's the only way to do it because <laughs> we can't <laughs> yeah. we can't go to the embassy go like yeah so we're going to play this guy's basement and uh there's going to be like the happening pass around so probably I'm probably going to make like a 40, 50 bucks or something like that. And maybe there's some merch we're going to sell. But I'm like, do we have to declare the merch? <laughs> you know. Uh, so we, we yeah. can't, we, you can't really go this direction. So, you know, there's only one way. And that's how we did it. And we did it exactly the way all the other bands uh, that we knew that toured the U.S. before us. Or, you know, like how they did it. And we did it the same way. And we got caught. You know, that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks, dude. It totally sucks. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, but it it gave us more time to explore different places. Um, we, we went, oh, you know, yeah. we did we did we did uh, Japan, Russia, and Japan the same year. <laughs> we got kicked out of out of uh, the U.S. Like two months after getting kicked out of the U.S., we tried to get into Russia. You know, we were like, "Is this is this a good idea?" <laughs> yeah. You know, you'll never know what they actually know about us already. You know, yeah. I mean, but I mean, flagged. you could use that though, right? You could say, "Hey, hey, listen, Russia, the U.S. <laughs> fucking kicked us out. You might want to yeah. have us now, you know." Well, maybe that's what they saw on their. On, I can't tell what the border <laughs> guy had on his screen when he was like, you know, getting scanning my passport. Maybe that's what was showing up, and, they, and he was totally cool with it. You know, who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. It, these guys are these guys are banned from the U.S. Well, this will piss off the states, you know. Let's let's have them in. You know? <laughs> let's Fuck let's have them in. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that's cool. And we did China and stuff like that, you know. So so it's been been crazy stuff that we we could do because we had more time. If we would have cemented ourselves with uh, like in in the U.S. more like to go there every year, we would have done probably longer tours and more tours there, and would be less time for other things. So you know, we always try to be as active as we can. So it's open. It, it, this door closed, but it clo- it opened other ones. So. <laughs> um. You want to talk about detox? Oh yeah. <laughs> so this is uh this is your your YouTube talk show. Um, I the only thing I've watched them. They're they're fun. I like watching them. But dude, eventually you're gonna run out of bass players. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know. I mean, you know, last year like during this whole lockdown thing and everything, all we did was basically sitting at home and talking to each other, doing like video calls, like having a beer and so on. And yeah. like this is how I kept in touch with everybody, and then I'm like, why don't why don't we just do this in English and record it, and you know have some content for our YouTube stuff, whatever. I'm sure people are interested in in this or so, or at least at least for me, it's also cool, you know, to just have it, because you know we we can talk about this like stories, and then they're on there forever, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of good to like uh, yeah record record all all those crazy tour stories that we have and stuff so so i started out with the bass players which was like you know the <laughs> yeah. the, the obvious thing to do and uh yeah i only did four episodes so far i'm i'm kind of you know new to all this so yeah I, I bought a new camera now and i bought like a microphone that's a little bit better and stuff and i try to you know learn how to how to edit it a little better and yeah i'm, I'm gonna do some more i mean kevin april is gonna come on for an episode and um yeah, Paul. <laughs> so, so there's still enough bass players in the pool, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna let's see where this is going. You know, I don't, 
I, I stopped it after four episodes because I did like one every week in the, in like four weeks in all of December. And then I was like, I should really stop this because now, because, you know, who am I going to ask? Who, who am I going to ask next? You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I have to really go like once, do like an episode once a month or something at best or so, you know. It's a lot of work, isn't it? It is a lot of work. And, uh, For but every week. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I know, I know. But it's, yeah. I mean, it's also not work because, you know, it's just having a beer and talking to uh, my friends. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's all that after shit, you know, the production sure. side of it and stuff. Editing and, yeah, it gets to be yeah, work. But, um, yeah, I want to I learn how to do it, so I want to be fast with it because, you know, <laughs> I don't so have who, time. I have to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> who else was on, dude? Because I, I, I only saw, I think, three of them. Oh, yeah. You didn't see, though, the last one with Kale then, probably, because Kale was... Uh, you mean you saw um, Manu was the first one, our, our yep, original and bass Eric, player? Yeah, Eric. And then Eric, yeah, and then... Good old Eric. And, and then, uh, then it was Jung, our, our uh, uh, Chinese bass player. Yep, yep. And, uh, and Kale. Uh, Kale was our, is our merch guy and, and, and driver, and he's the guitar player for Darkatron. Oh, okay, cool. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one, so... Yeah, I'll have good. to go back and yeah. <laughs> we were like a a couple of hundred meters away, whatever that is in your measurements, but because uh, uh, we were both in our hometown, because um, it was Christmas, <laughs> so I could actually just I could have just uh, went to his place, but uh, yeah, I wasn't allowed, of course. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how does that work now with Matt being at your place? Is this sort of is he not allowed in your place, or is he got to sneak him in? Uh, well. There, <laughs> I don't think he's officially allowed to be here, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> there nobody's nobody's actually checking on anything here. You know, I mean, we have to meet because we're working together. That's how that's the way I see it. Because if you have like work to be done, you can meet. You know, that's that's oh, okay. one of the that's one of the. Uh, I mean, this is fun. You know, we're having this band, but th- like now we're we're doing a podcast for the band. But I mean, it's it's not our job, but. Uh, I mean, it is mine, so for me, it's cool because I'm I'm a I'm self-employed as a musician and music manager, so you know it is basically I I can I can basically say it's it's my job, you know, and, yeah. and for him, but nobody's gonna check, so whatever, you know, like he, yeah, yeah. I will. Oh, oh. I was wondering because I've heard stories where like people, you know, they get fines and shit for for going out and stuff, and here it's not like that at all. You know, you can go anywhere you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's fines here also, but. Yeah, you have to be really stupid to get one, to be honest. Because, I mean, me and my brother, you know, we, we just live like a 10-minute walk away from each other. So I just walk over to his place or he walks over to mine. I never get stopped by anybody or so, you know. And, and I go there at like 7 at, at night and then I get drunk there and then I walk back home at like 1 in the morning or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's obvious that I'm like, you know, I didn't just uh, t- uh, took a walk, you know going out of my apartment and going back to my apartment. <laughs> That's not what it was. But yeah, nobody checks. So, you know, we, we all, we all play it safe. You know, we're not, uh, yeah. like if, if, if anybody has like a running nose, we're not going to meet each other, you know? So, yeah. Or anything like that. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking tough here because, you know, winter's here. It's like, I, it's, it's zero outside, you know? So it's freezing fucking cold. So people get colds. And so it, it's hard to, you know, you see somebody out and about and they sneeze or something or have a runny nose. It's like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Obviously, people are, they're, they're already heightened. They're, they're, 
you know they're they're already scared enough so yeah um i got quar- sort of i like... got quarantined once for this already because i i was uh going down to my parents actually to visit my parents and um uh when i got there i felt like a little you know a little cold was coming and then i was like shit i really want to get like i was like telling them to get away from me i was just hiding in my my room in my old room in my old parents house <laughs> and then i was like okay i'm gonna we have this like hotline number that we have to call in any like corona you know situations or so and then um then i called in and then they 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 put me in quarantine and told me that i'm gonna somebody's they're gonna send somebody over to test me and stuff i'm like okay and they didn't do this for four days and then i just had to like stay isolated from my family being in the house <laughs> you know like wow. i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't see my parents and i was actually there you know and then <laughs> the next day i felt like great again so nothing was actually happening so but uh yeah and then it just took me off the list they didn't even test me <laughs> oh so, really yeah, yeah, that was that was a bizarre kind of thing. It was it was over Halloween because I went down there to actually play a, a show because we could have played shows still because uh, we locked down on like the first week of November, and um, like Halloween was still something that we we did. And I play in a Misfits cover band. You know, I sing in the Misfits cover band. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, so I didn't know had, you had, sang, dude. Yeah, no. yeah. It's hard to tell with the makeup, right? And I dye my hair black and stuff. Yeah, I'm still the fattest guy on stage, so so. <laughs> you should you should have should have noticed that. <laughs> so how do you how'd you start doing that, man? Um actually this is the, that's my very first band if you will. Um cuz um the the guys I'm in the band with there was were the first ones that I actually started to do music with in like 99 2000 or so when I was like 14 15. Um they're my childhood friends we um David, the drummer, he's one of my closest friends for forever. Like, like there's pictures of us being babies next to each other, you know. So, so that's how long we know we know each other. And uh, yeah, he plays drums in in Boogie Hammer, which is a great band from Vienna. You should all check it out. And um, yeah, so with the, with with him, we started the band. But he was playing drums already, and I was like, oh shit, okay. But nobody could sing of those guys, and the other guys were his uh like uh schoolmates and um that i also knew so yeah and we started out like uh yeah back then and we were called red reddish <laughs> yeah reddish? what a name red reddish yeah what a name oh radish like the vegetable <laughs> yeah like the vegetable we're not like we're not a vegan vegetable. band or anything we weren't a vegan band yeah. or anything like that but it was just the name that we liked for whatever reason and uh but we never played any shows or so we just practiced and so on we tried to like learn our instruments basically we like try to try it everything you know and uh the band lasted like a year or something just practicing then they kicked me out because they because <laughs> they wanted to do like more like hardcore stuff which they ended up doing they ended up being crossfire which was like a streetcore kind of band you know and they kicked me out because I, I was like i'm not you know i'm not going gonna shave my head and like scream i want to sing <laughs> <laughs> you know so then then uh well we we remained like close friends and we missed the fun that we had together and so we started this misfits cover band in 2004 um for the first time to actually uh just have this one show a year that we actually you know have to practice for it's not our own songs we don't have to do anything around it you know we just have to like get together a practice with like 100 beers each and then you know played a show <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah i know i love it you know it's uh yeah great great friends great people and you know it's uh 
it's a good band to cover because you know misfits were never were never good so you can you can always be better <laughs> <laughs> always the cover bands are always better but the singer is never as good so nah, can, i can pull can, it off i can pull can it you off give me your best like uh danzig whoa <laughs> Right now, whoa! <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know it's uh, it do- it doesn't work in like uh, in my my appointment. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. I suppose you gotta be kind of sitting. You know, I'm sitting, man. Yeah, yeah. You, know? <laughs> you gotta have the makeup on, and yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I have to be in the zone. You know. So are these the same guys that are playing on your uh, damn petty stuff? The Tom Petty cover stuff. Oh uh, no, none of them. This is actually my, oh, my okay. brother. My brother played uh, bass there um, for the. Okay. For, yeah, thanks for mentioning that. That's cool. Uh, we that that was our lockdown thing. With I'm a huge Tom Petty fan, and so are so are some of my friends. And and uh, the guitar player is Georgia from Seven Years Bad Luck. You know, from Monster Zero, Monster Zero band. Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, the two of us actually, we were always uh, talking about like doing like uh, Tom Petty kind of thing, and we might end up doing a whole record actually. Um, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just cool because you know we're fans, and this is just uh, a nice thing to 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 work on and do. And the lockdown was was great with that. My my brother has like a little um, like home studio where we can record basically everything besides drums and. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we did everything, and yeah, and Georgia was recording at his place because his brother also has like a studio kind of type thing, and Tombo, which is the drummer of Seven Years with Luck, he did the mixing also, and so you know, it's it's just been like a nice uh, nice little project there. It's great, and Hansi yeah. from uh, from uh, Hurricane Season, um, he was also playing guitar on this one, and he's always with uh, D Cracks on the records, like he uh, like in in studio, like he's always uh, the studio assistant. Nice, yeah. So it's just you know friends. <laughs> so, some some people some listeners know that I have this thing with Tom Petty because yeah. I actually like Tom Petty. I like Tom Petty songs; they're great. But I got this coworker that I, you know, <laughs> he plays like the same fucking five or six Tom Petty songs over and over all day for weeks, and it drove me nuts. And I just like I can't fucking take this shit anymore. But the quarantine happened, you know, or the 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 pandemic yeah. so i don't i don't work in my office anymore like i'm never here during the day and yeah. he was gone a lot so i haven't even seen him in about a year you know so <laughs> yeah. I, i've got all those those nasty petty memories they're they're wiped clean so i can actually uh appreciate tom petty a lot more now <laughs> yeah, yeah but i gotta say um your version of waiting man i actually prefer it Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's maybe Thanks, because I've heard it. Th- that's one of the songs that he would play, you know, f- seven times a day. So I just got yeah. so fucking tired of hearing it. But um, <laughs> hearing you do yeah. it, it's just like I thought maybe you guys would change it up a little bit, you know, rock it up a little bit. But you didn't. But um, yeah, it's certainly I yeah, can we, listen to yours. If, we, if we're gonna do a record, we're gonna rock it up a little bit more. But this was just what what happened with all the guys that like, involved doing it you know the drums was yeah. actually the last thing we recorded because <laughs> we had like this drum like computer kind of thing that we that we did it on like we did all the guitar tracks on and and when we were recording uh the decrex record i was just like hey let's do the tom petty song now because hansi was in the studio with us also and we just uh we just recorded drums <laughs> the, the, the last thing was what came on um yeah yeah usually i would like to speed it up a little bit also or like you know give it a little more thrill but yeah 
I mean, Tom Petty yeah. is great. You know, he just writes the best songs to me, and yeah, he just speaks sure. to my heart. Really, it's one of those one of those uh, songwriters who just like uh, yeah has this has this ability to do so for me. And um, yeah, not the not not the Christian songs or whatever that he has. Like there's there's also I mean he has a huge discography. You know, there's there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of yeah absolutely there's a lot a lot of things to take to 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 you know not like also. But uh, I mean, I have songs I skip, but the ones. The ones that are there are so close to my heart, so you know, yeah. I didn't realize that he had like Christian music. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, All I, I know mean, is like, you know, like, I mean, he's very American, you know. So yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. But, uh, okay. It's not. It's not like Christian Christian, but you can you can you can interpret it that way, you know. Like the corny, like Americana kind of stuff. But, yeah, right. Like a lot of you that, know? I can't. Yeah. Okay, if sure. that's what you're talking Absolutely. about, yeah, it's fucking yeah. terrible. Like the, but... like the like this country <laughs> music vibe thing. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but you're but you're gonna do more, hopefully. Yeah, I, w- I would love to. Um, cool. And and we're 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 talking about it already. But you know, it's nothing that has to be done. No, you know, nobody's waiting for it, or so. But uh, you know, if if the time is right, and and in in these kind of situ- in the situation where we are right now, in these kind of days, we can actually make time for it you know so yeah. why not why not uh work on some things that are fun you know yeah and i lo- and i love to sing i really love to sing and i i do i mean i sing in all of the bands that i play for besides isotopes and uh yeah that's just lo- and being the lead singer is 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 uh another thing but it's it's also fun to me you know and i want to try try my my vocals <laughs> dude you can sing man you got a great voice oh thank you <laughs> um all right so so anyways i asked matt this and i knew he wouldn't really give me an answer because nobody does but um i'll ask you dude what's your favorite song on the new record tough to say it, it is because um i like the whole record as it is yeah i yeah. mean i probably would say the instrumental songs are not my favorite songs <laughs> dude i told matt the the ambient shake was my favorite instrumental by d cracks now that's a oh great yeah song. i mean they're all great songs, but like if we're talking like what's your favorite song, it has to be somebody someone that's also with with vocals. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. So so th- those those are out of the equation for me there. But um I don't know. I had uh, it it changed. It actually changed like when when we were like practicing, I felt like this song's really great and you know, and then we were like recording, I'm like, "Oh, wow, this is the one." <laughs> you know. So it it, it and then yeah, it kept changing. Now, when when we got the masters, it's like, all right, I think uh, all of them are great. <laughs> yeah, this is um, yeah, it's tough, but I'm always uh, uh, a fan of our, the the ballads, if you oh, yeah. if you will. <laughs> you know? Me too, man. So, uh, I like don't uh, don't turn your heart off a lot and it's a great uh, one. Don't throw it away. You know, that's my favorite, dude. I think.
you know, th- those were the songs I had a lot of fun working on the harmonies on and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so this is also what comes to mind. I also like Inside of You a lot because, um, not not because of the drumming or something, because uh, it's it's a little weirder there at parts, but um, it, just just the, the, the song itself, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, the whole thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's been, there's, there's just plenty of songs. Lost in the middle is great. Get out of my head is get is is better every time I hear it, and I mean it's been and it's been good. I mean it, it's been great when I heard it the first time. I'm like yeah, that's great, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I can, I can't pick. You know, it's it's for <laughs> for other people to pick. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's like a D Cracks album where it's like you just like there's there's never like a, one standout song. You know, it's like they're kind of all the standout songs. They're all right on par with each other. And it's yeah. tough, but like, yeah, it's, I was trying to think of it too. Cause I'm like, well, if I'm going to ask these guys, my favorite song, I got to fucking have one. I'm like, it's tough, but yeah, just the last one I had probably listened to that was really, really doing it for me was definitely don't throw it away. Yeah. But they're all good, okay. dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the only great. thing that's different about this record is really, like I said, not today. And that's just because sure. it's, it's somebody else singing, and it's just it's got a different vibe to it. But great album, man! <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. It uh, means a lot to me that that uh, you like it. You know, so yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate you sending it to me. I appreciate you know, dude. I don't know. I I never thanked you either for um, giving me a little uh, for being a uh, an awards presenter on the on the awards show. <laughs> yeah, didn't I do a very good job there? <laughs> you did a very good job, man. <laughs> It was, I was, I really loved those because I was, I wasn't, I didn't give you any direction, you know, I just said, have fun with it. And and some of them came back kind of weird and yours was really fun. And and it was just fun to get those to, you know, to be getting those and just listening to them and, and thinking how fun, how fun it was. It was just a fun process, you know? Yeah. I just did it wrong. Like the first three times and then you had to correct me. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah I don't remember good. what that was. Did you? I don't know if you mispronounced something or. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get the titles of the records right. I think, or 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 I read. I just said your uh, whatever you wrote in your message was. was oh yeah, was, that was was, it. was a suggestion. I was like, <laughs> what am I fucking doing? I was like in the middle of doing something else too, and whatever. Like I can I can make up a lot of excuses excuses if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. Yeah, because how I wrote it out was kind of weird because I think it, you did the duets and it was mm. specific what song for Ben and Josie. It had the song title. And then I think it was like for Jeff and Lucy, I just wrote like the whole album. Yeah, and that's and what I, I said. Yeah. The Holy P. The Holy P. I think that's yeah, what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really And then funny. I got the record here and I, and I didn't bother going over looking at the actual title, you know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I Drew, was just being stupid there, but that's great. That's me too. Also, so whatever. <laughs> um, Drew from the Jetty Boys did one, mm. and his was a little too far out there. But um, he yeah. did. I don't remember what he did, but he, he had to announce uh, Jagger Holly, yeah. and he. I don't know if he did it intentionally or if he just if it was just a slip of the tongue. But he actually said Jagger Jolly, <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was there was no way of editing it. You know, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll leave it in there. You know. Yeah, why not? You know, it's like keep it real, man. You know, I don't, I don't like people make mistakes, you know, or you know, sometimes that's just what's going down, and it's also something to celebrate, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> I make a lot of mistakes, so let's celebrate yeah. them. Anyways, um, yeah. 
but yeah, man, thanks. I really appreciate you doing that. That was it was just a fun fun thing. And hey, anytime, you know. Yeah. So, what'd you think? You guys were, you know, the uh, um, attention deficit disorder album. Ten years, man. Yeah. Reissue. Yeah. Like it. It went pretty quick because I remember getting that record and like like thinking back that's ah, been 10 years already like that that ain't right <laughs> yeah i mean i think people didn't really buy it 10 years ago <laughs> you know i mean when it came out like there's the we i mean we had those records the first press with us for probably two years i think until it was wow. out and it was and it was like 500 copies or so and then we had to repress it uh once um that's what we did then and yeah that's we ran out of this like recently, I think <laughs> no, no. But with 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 uh, with the uh, release of Sonic Illusion, I think I think we ran out of the second repress of ADD, hmm. and then yeah, having a ten year because this record opened a lot of doors for us. You know, uh, we did the first uh, U.S. tour before before this record, but the second one with the record, and uh, we could really tell the difference. And um, yeah, we just got like interna- more international attention, if you will. And mm. it was just great for us to 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 yeah be able to to start and tour like properly and and you know yeah just being able to do it so it, this record means a lot to us for sure um, and uh, yeah having having extra songs that we never released was just a, a good bonus for the uh, for the 2020 reissue you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well I don't know man. I thought it was uh, it was cool, man. It just it was like I I just couldn't believe that it was ten fucking years old, you know. Dude, we can't believe it. We're this band is we're, we're eighteen years this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's crazy because we lit last time you guys were on. You were talking about we you just done the sweet sixteen thing, and now it's like I was yeah. thinking about that today. I was like, Jesus Christ, I was fucking eighteen years now. Like it's like yeah. that doesn't seem like even since you were last on, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. <laughs> yeah. But on my 18th birthday, we played our very first show. Really? Yeah. So this year, um, I'm having this band as much as I'm, I was not having this band in my life. So uh, nuts. Yeah. It's a crazy yeah. thing to think about. But uh, yeah. So do you guys I wouldn't think? Change, I wouldn't change a thing. You guys were the Cretans, of course, on your 18th birthday, but... Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I know, and uh, I'm sure people are gonna, that are listening here always uh, don't really get it, you know? I mean, for us, it's been the same band, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we started out with a different name. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what we, we didn't... We didn't even know that we were going to be a band when we had the first show, <laughs> you know? Like, we, we, I was... I, I just wanted to celebrate my 18th birthday with... And I asked... My closest friends, like Marco, who was actually playing bass there, not Manu, because Manu joined in the third show, and um, the Marco, the, the Marco Peraja from Pago Music now, that the one we were recording with, okay, and um, and Matthias uh, to like play Ramon's covers for my 18th birthday. You know, that's what it was. And then we were like, yeah, let's go with the Credence, uh, yeah, whatever. No, you know, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because and we knew there's so many bands out there being called the Credence. Basically, every country had a band. <laughs> <laughs> that had, that, that yeah, had yeah, the yeah. credence, but not in Austria. So we were like the Austrian credence, Cretan <laughs> <laughs> family, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know, we were we were having this kind of fun back in the day, and then uh, uh, yeah, and then because Matthias still had his band Beat Brats, and Marco still had his band Rotten Rutas and stuff like that, and like, uh, but they were kind of on their you know 
on their way to to end it and then yeah they wanted to like start this band and i was not ready for it because i just played started playing drums a year before and uh yeah so then we had this band and then we were we just kept the name the credence and we played locally and stuff and um yeah, then we got sued for yeah. <laughs> uh, or threatened with a lawsuit uh, in 2007 after we released the first CD. CD, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that was a thing, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then um, yeah, and then we had to change the name to D Cracks, and in 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 all of this craziness, uh, Marco left to go to Germany, uh, so we didn't have a second guitar because. Yeah, that would, he switched the second guitar and Mono played bass uh, then after the third show, after the second show. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but to me, it was always the same band, you know. I think Mono was there for the first time we played as D-Cracks, but he left shortly after also, and then we had a different bass player, Philip, coming in for a while, and but me and Matthias, I mean, we always played the same songs, you know. We always played yeah. the same stuff. So, I mean, when we, we were first forced to change the name, I, I I don't know. Do you kind of think the 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 whole name change thing was a probably a pain in the ass at the time? But it seems like a blessing, you know, because you you oh, Google totally. the Cretans and it's like, oh fuck, which one? <laughs> yeah, fuck you yeah. Google D cracks. Yeah. There's only fucking yeah. one of them, you know. In in uh, in the past, <laughs> I've always been thanking this the Cretans with two E's from Kiel, Germany, for like suing us or like threatening us, because um, the D cracks is a way better name. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and yeah. Actually, I never liked the name, the Cretans. Really, you know, it was just like this. Okay, we are having this now. It's this is what we're dealing with, and you know, we never gave it much thought, also. But now, in hindsight, actually, Decrax is a way better name. So, oh, know. yeah, yeah, Decrax is and, just kind of not Decrax, Cretans is just sort of you know, cliche and, and generic, you know. Sure, sure, yes, please. I'm getting a beer, thank nice, you. thank you. <laughs> um, what kind of beer are you guys drinking? Oh, right now. <laughs> Right now I'm drinking a Mönchsambacher, which is like a, a, a little, a small brewery from from uh, Bavaria. Um, okay. Like uh, nobody knows this one, and uh, the next one is an Austrian one, and nobody knows this one either. <laughs> it's called Puntigama. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, my my personal. I like to bring the beer. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, right. <laughs> so. Matt, Matt is still here. And that was the beer. And now I'm drinking Puntigama. It's great. Yeah. Okay. I've never, yeah. Not a big beer guy, so I don't know the <laughs> fancy ones. We're, <laughs> the, those are not fancy at all. Just, I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, been a, it's, a, it's in a can. You know how fancy can it be? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> classy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs>
it's uh, it's been a, a way more smooth sailing <laughs> when we had this name, because actually the first in, intention was to call us uh, the Cracks, you know? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we wanted to like keep keep the logo that we had at the time um, with like the and CR something, you know? Uh, but then we were like the Cracks. I mean, there's just the next band coming. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, know, that's, that's probably just gonna threaten us with a lawsuit again. So <laughs> we're like, let's go, let's go with the German title, the, you know, which is the in German. And uh, we were like, yeah, but nobody's gonna, you guys are gonna say die cracks all the time, you know. You, you wouldn't, you like English, English speaking people wouldn't be able to read it. So we were like, okay, let's go for two e's, and we're good. Yeah, like Didi, that's, man. That's how it was. Yeah, it's a great name, dude. Yeah, it's been it's been Matt's idea, <laughs> like so many great ideas. When Matt was on, I I asked him about the fucking CJ thing, you know, meeting him at the fucking dentist, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I com- I compared CJ to Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and, and, because like you know he comes over here from Austria and he meets like one of his fucking heroes, like everyone would know him, and I was like, well, if I went to Austria, you know, if I met Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. But obviously they're not on the same level. But um, yeah, yeah. But there's not so many famous Austrians that there are famous Americans. Is, I, I was that's where I was going with that. Is there? I mean, I could, I only know of Schwarzenegger, and maybe there are more, but I just I can't think of them. Um, who else? Maybe you got? Christoph Waltz would be one like that, that you know, like uh, that's still alive. I mean, you have to pick somebody that's still alive. You couldn't meet anybody else. So, Christoph Waltz, you know, the uh, I don't I don't. What was he in? What's he done? Uh, he's an an actor. You know, he was in Inglorious <laughs> Bastards and all these movies and stuff. Uh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's not even close to Arnold. Of course not. You know, like <laughs> Ar- Arnold is our. He, I mean, I have to tell you something. The, I mean, we got everything on TV dubbed in German, right? So when okay. we see a, a Schwarzenegger movie on TV, we we grew up with those movies also. And he's like Austrian. He's like, ah, you know, he's uh. He's an action hero, you mm-hmm. know, but his the the voice he's been dubbed in is proper tough guy German, you know, so he really is tough as you know as tough should be. And then when we first heard heard the original, when we first heard him in English, we couldn't believe what we were hearing. He sounds like the dumbest guy on the planet, you know. <laughs> I don't need a king size bed. I always sleep on the floor. <laughs> You know, what the fuck are you saying, man? You know, this is way better in German because he really sounded like a tough guy. You know, you, you can't go, I didn't do anything. The pavement was his enemy. You know, <laughs> you, you, you just, what is he What is he saying? Yeah. What was your favorite Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, twins. Twins? Twins are so fucking good, man. I kind of forget <laughs> about that one. Julius. <laughs> I mean, just come the, on. The worst fucking pair they could have had, you know. Yeah. And fucking DeVito. I mean, I like Kindergarten Cop also, you know? I just, dude, I fucking love that movie, and it's such kind of like, I don't think that's anybody's answer to their favorites. Most people are going to say, like, Terminator or something, but fucking Kindergarten Cop. I watched that, like, I don't know, a few months ago with my kids, dude. So good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody get back to the carpet. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's a It's not tumor. a tumor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, that's so good. There, there is a I, you've probably seen it, but there's like some YouTube clip with all of his lines. It's like fucking forty minutes long. Oh, it's just yeah, a bunch yeah, of good yeah. We, 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 we put this on in the tour van uh, every once in a while just to, 
get ourselves excited. It was fun because when we when we actually uh, toured the states the first time, or like the the first few times, or or like on the first tour, everybody expected us to sound like Arnold or or Borat oh, yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> and then on the on the on the on the second U.S. tour, I remember us like in the in the plane. Uh, going over there, and and me and Matthias were like, "Hey, let's not do any Arnold uh, like voices and <laughs> Borat voices this time." You know, we really have to. You know, that's what we were saying, and we were we were like getting out of this plane, going like, I'm doing that, You know, <laughs> we were already already right there. You know, we were actually trying to stop us, but hyping us hyping us for it at the same time. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That would be great <laughs> yeah. just to see. Yeah, hey, they're from Austria, you know, and then everyone would think of arnold schwarzenegger right away and yeah. then have you guys fucking start talking like that oh that's that's too funny man i mean i did this for, for just to fuck with people sometimes <laughs> like we, we, we walked into like a, a a subway or whatever like on the on some road stop you know we just go like <laughs> i have a little bit of this please you know and uh yeah <laughs> we can pull it off well too you know <laughs> yeah so no you sound just like him actually you do that's great <laughs> all right man well, new album comes out March 12th, which is like next week from the time you're hearing this. Um, Fuck yeah. You've already heard the singles. Everyone knows. Dude, probably, I, I'm going to say it right now, the most anticipated album of 2021. I don't know what else is so, coming out, though, you know? So far. Uh, I think No Effects just released a record. <laughs> I don't know if any... Nobody gives a shit, huh? Well, I think people give a shit, but I just, I don't know. I'm not in touch with that, you know? <laughs> yeah, me neither, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, but love this record, dude. Um, it's going to do you, good. I think people are going to, yeah, I mean, of course people are going to like it. It's not any different. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys aren't re- rewriting the book of punk rock, but um, certainly <laughs> yeah. adding to it, I guess. I yeah, love it, hopefully. dude. Hopefully. I mean, thank you for, for liking it. Thank you for having us on. Uh, thank you for spreading the word. And uh, yeah, thank yes. everybody out there for uh, yeah listening to us and giving us a chance. You know, that's cool. You know, let's party. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, uh, I want you to come back sometime, co-host oh, with well, me a little bit. Anytime, my friend, you know. Awesome. Uh, I'm a mouse click away. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I'll be in touch. Yeah. Take care. Sure. And we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>